Welcome to Cybercast. All right, Cybercast 016. This week we have interesting, different path. Uh, Dick came up with the idea of coming up with everybody having their own topics. And since Dick doesn't listen to any podcast, um, I let him, you know, get a pass on the fact that this is kind of like clockwise. But this is going to be slightly different because this is us. And us is Ty. Yeah, what's up? Tosh. Hello. Dick. What's up? Pablo. Guten Tag. <laughs> and German. me, Clay. Uh, this is probably the first time I said my name <laughs> since episode one. So, really? <laughs> yeah. Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels pretty good. Oh, and, and we have 45 minutes total time today, right? So we, we need to stop killing it. Oh, yes. So, Ty, go ahead. What were you talking about today? What I'm talking about today is interactive television. So, basically, we all watch television, right? Mm -hmm. I do. But the thing is, the last couple of years, maybe, I don't watch television. I watch my laptop. Why? Because I like a la carte choosing of what I like to you know, view or say eat, consume, whatever. But the thing is, I really like the concept of interactive t television because I had a taste of a couple of uh, versions of interactive television. And to me, that will probably be something that could really pull me back into watching TV. And like, the thing is, why is interactive television not as popular or not as broad skilled as it to me it should be but how it could be you know because i want because the basic idea behind uh, television is trying to immerse you in it and trying to give you some form of entertainment and the thing with interactive television is you actually get to participate in it right mm -hmm. But the thing is, I don't want to make a call to whatever t type of talent show and get the impression that I mattered in the voting because from re reliable sources, <laughs> I know those votings don't count at all. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> nah, it's true. At least over here it's true. Yeah, so. I'd say so. <laughs> Yeah. But but but, well, but what, what what is your definition of interactive television then? Uh, interactive television. Well, it's on the one hand it's easy, on the one hand it's hard. Cause like basically, um, making a phone call and entering your vote is a form of interactivity. Yes. Right. But, but that is too small of a experience for me. Like. The real thing I really like is, for instance, on a game show where you get like uh, four ch uh, multiple choice questions and you get, kind of get to play with it, like play as the contestant is playing the game. So you give your own answers and at, at the end of the game, you know, you get your own score. Right. That's a great way of interactive television. Or maybe like, for instance, what uh, Hawaii Five O did is... They asked the public to vote on which ending they wanted to see. 
I kind of find that interesting. So, well, so that's with, that's interactive TV as well. Basically, having them vote. Yeah. Okay. But for me, I would like. I don't know how it's possible, but really like to get regular people really interactive with television, like uh, being able to call in or really make a difference in uh, like the come out or. Yeah, or maybe even on a, you know, uh, a drama television show, mm. you get to pick. Okay, does he need to take door A or B? Uh-huh. So uh, hold on, are you proposing yeah. that they shoot all the scenarios that could happen and then just air the one that you pick? Uh, that's what they did. What they did is they shot all the scenarios and. They let the people pick and then just showed one of it. Mm-hmm. And on the internet, you could also view the other options. But like, I really want to be in front of my television, watching a show and deciding on the spot. I want them to go that way. I think he is the killer. Let's see if he's the killer. Or no, where are you guys going? I want to do this. You know? Okay, but yeah, all I'm saying is you got to think ahead of time of how would the producers carry it out. So that means they have to shoot a bunch of scenarios um, that would not never get used, I guess. That's true, but the thing is, you could bring up the idea of making it viewable online or DVD and. Or DVD, whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah. and you know, re-experience that same content that's, that's with a, a totally different outcome. And the thing is, that's the thing that they're doing in gaming right now, right? Right. Yeah. So, re- what do you guys think, Tosh? Um, well, for me, I think it would kind of take a while for you know TV, real life TV, to catch up to. The level that certain games are at right now if you look at mm-hmm. really narrative games like uh fahrenheit you know and what was that that other one from the same studio um uh, i forget the name uh, heavy rain that's the one mm. where you basically uh partake in an interactive story where you um have an influence on the entire outcome um i i think in real life TV, that would be hard to realize to have sounds that level. Tedious. Yeah, it sounds really tedious because you would have to shoot like hundreds of hours of material for per, let's say, a TV episode. Mm. Yeah, no, that's. True. I think it could work with reality, and I had an idea. I don't want to go into it because it's, it's adults related again. That's <laughs> there we go. It's awesome to talk about, but. I, I had an idea of, of, or somebody should come up with an idea of a, uh, you know how they have ne- next top model or next top, next chef or whatever you have, but have like right. the, the next, uh, the next top corn star or whatever it is, right? So you have this house, like a mansion, where all these, uh, people that, all these girls or guys that want to be, uh, corn stars, they, they, they have to meet these challenges. And then, you know, people get voted off, people get voted on, or, or actually just voted off. So it should be guys and girls. And then, you know, they're like, this week, so-and-so has to do a scene. Whoever has the best scene, they stay. But also, there's certain hours where they are just in the lobby of the house. And it changes more to a webcam kind of show where you get to see what they're doing. They're all doing kind of stuff. And you can cut, 
people watching can say, I want to take so-and-so to a private chat in the room, and you, and you pay for that. But you get mm-hmm. to actually see combining a whole show into, because you know webcams are kind of big now. People pay lots of money just, you know, do one-on-one chats. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a live, like, on-the-spot interactive mm-hmm. TV. Big Brother 2.0. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But that's, again, you know, that'd be porn leading the way again. Uh, I think it would be actually a pretty cool idea. I hope somebody does it. I wouldn't spend mm. money and take somebody private, but I'd watch it. I'd oh, okay. Would. Pablo? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not a huge TV watcher. I like, I like Netflix. I like on-demand type content. As far as interactive, uh, a lot of the time that I kind of feel like uh, any time that you're spending on the TV... The majority of the time, you're almost in a vegetative state. Like you're not really, you know. I I mean, I'm 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 watching it, but it's kind of like that's decompression time. I mean, yeah. So there's certain shows to me that elicit a a reaction, but it's not necessarily like I want to interact with them. Um, I'm not a big fan of reality TV, so maybe that's part of it. Uh, It kind of just reminds me of like America's Funniest Home Videos, where it's like pull out your little calculator, connect it to a foreign cord, and like. Pick the winner, like so. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, mm-hmm. On an interesting note, uh, while while uh, while we were going over the whole thing, there there actually is something called America's Next Hot Porn Star. Oh boy, awesome. yeah. Oh, so that's there already. Um, awesome. So yeah, I mean, it, it it'd be interesting to see, but I think, like you said, the resources and the things required in order to make something like that happen. I think can be better made into just creating better content, you know? Right. Mm. That's my take. Yeah. It sounds interesting. Um, not really into interactive TV. Toss is your topic. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> uh, my topic. Um, well, I'm, I suppose to a degree we are all nerds in a way. So I, I thought you might be interested in this. Um, I actually have a question for you guys. Um, which piece of technology from science fiction, whether it be movies or TV, would you like to see realized? And uh, which piece of technology would you definitely not want to see realized? Hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll start with my own. Uh, the technology I would like to see realized is the, the Neuralizer from Men in Black. Hmm. Sounds, sounds like ah. an illogical choice, but um, to, to me, it opens up the, the possibility to erase traumatic experiences for one. Mm-hmm. And also imagine being able to rewatch like your favorite movie, uh, but for the first time, say uh, Fight Club or something, it would be pretty amazing. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So Ty, what what are your picks? Um, the thing I really want to get realized is the beam me up, Scotty. Mm. <laughs> Human teleportation. Right. Yeah, exactly. Nice. That just seems so freakishly awesome, hmm. you know. Because the thing is, then we could do the show on the spot. We could just teleport ourselves over there, you know. To Amsterdam, of course. Yeah. All right. And the thing I don't want to get realized, man, that's a hard question. I totally do not know. Did, did think think for a second of the what? What did you see within the last? Tosh, you didn't say what you didn't want to see realized. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just realized that. Um, What (laughs) I wouldn't want to see realized is um, artificial intelligence that is too self-aware. It's too late. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if you you look at the Matrix, you know, like 
the the origin story of that. Um, yeah, think about the Matrix. Think about two thousand one. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. There are a lot of examples, but <laughs> and I think it ties into Pablo's topic. But we'll get to that. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, Dick, what's yours? Uh, me, I, I think time travel uh, seems the most most interesting to me, and I know it seems pretty unlikely, but that's that's probably the one I'm going to see because you can always uh, go back. Think. See, the thing is, it's the one I want to see and the one I don't want to see realized. Because if you can go back in time and you run into yourself, then then problems start happening. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh man. I got a quick, just a quick question. Like, you know, not the red hole, but would you go back to kill Hitler? Oh. Would I personally kill Hitler? Nah. Yeah, you. No, I don't think I would personally. Okay. <laughs> no. All right, all right. Back, back out of the red hole. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'd arm wrestle him. <laughs> but no, I think time travel seems like the most interesting to me. Okay, and the least, and and actually the least interesting too because of the complications uh, it can bring. It can bring like mm. you know, it's yeah, it's like you, Back to the Future. You mind screw yourself, mm. like oh, yeah. mm. right. And Pablo, um, for me, I'm it's I'm gonna kind of be like Dick. Mine's more of like I I want to see it, but at the same rate I don't want to see it. Um, I think we're all big lovers of tech and as tech gets better and better, uh, following kind of Moore's law and just getting faster and faster and more powerful, we're a lot, we're able to run, um, algorithms that we weren't able to run before. And to, you know, like what, what, what Tosh said, you know, with artificial intelligence, I think it's great. I think it's awesome that it can, there's so many different things that it can open up for us, making our lives easier, but at the same rate, it is extremely frightening to me. And, um, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, it's extremely frightening. I think what makes it even more frightening is we know it's not, I don't think it's a debate if it's going to happen. It's when it's going to happen. And we're going to reach that point of, uh, singularity. So like, I'm a big, I'm a big believer of that, that point of singularity where, where artificial intelligence becomes self-aware and crosses over the realm of our, our awareness and crossing into our realm of thinking. So, yeah. All right. So, I don't think it's so gonna happen. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't, you know. I, I don't think so, but that's that's just me mm. personally. I'm the only person that thinks that. Yeah. All right, but, but like, Pablo, so it, it it was also both your your the, the one you you'd like to see and also the one you fear, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Clay, what's yours? So the one that I think I would like to see the most is a lightsaber. <laughs> and I the had a one, feeling that would come awesome. up. <laughs> and the one that I fear the most is the lightsaber. But that's my answer. <laughs> yeah, and in certain halves, it will be a devastating so. development. <laughs> no, but yes. a lightsaber is not more dangerous than a gun. It's it, a lightsaber, dude. Yeah, I, I hate it. Any, I mean, come on! A gun, a, a lightsaber pwns gun any day. Okay. Yeah. Imagine, imagine your hand slipping when you're carving a oh turkey with gosh. your lightsaber. <laughs> See, you try to shoot someone with a lightsaber, w- w- the lightsaber will just deflect bullet. End of yeah, story. But the thing you is, could cook and carve the turkey. Yes, and all you gotta do is learn how to twirl the lightsaber, and it becomes a shield. Yeah, right. Come on. But now shooting your toe, where you're not twirling low enough, and then there it is. Well, that's, okay. that's true. It's possible. I actually uh, thought of uh, my least favorite, uh-huh. cryogenic 
uh, science. Mm. It's coming, though. Interesting. Uh, I don't want to. It's coming. Man. Nah. Okay. Then they need to create an out-of-body experience for people to, like, nah. Come on. <laughs> Segway. Speaking of which. I guess speaking we, of which. Yeah, we're trying to stay on time, huh? <laughs> okay. So yeah, we're doing I, on time, just, but uh, go ahead, Dick. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> are, are we are we done with with uh, sci-fi technology? Yes. Okay. So we're gonna talk about out of body experiences now. First of all, anyone in in this group have we have you had an out of body experience that you you know you had? No. No. Kinda. Okay. Now have you? Is well anybody away. here? What was it like, Maybe. Pablo? I mean, can you give us a big basic well, gist of what mine... was happening? Yeah, it's not something I'm like really too proud of, but like when I was a teenager, I kind of experimented with a couple things. And, uh -huh. um, one of them was, uh, was like, you know, where you're, you, you, not, not like anything like any like hard drugs or anything like that, but right. We'll, we'll, we'll skip the details. Anyhow, <laughs> um, I experienced something where I kind of like, I feel like I could almost like see my thoughts and like the inside of my brain. Like it was, it's really hard to explain. Like I saw a lot of different, um, shapes and, um, you know, a lot of different like bright lights and stuff like that. So I, I, I'm a very big believer of like that. We don't unlock, I'm, I'm not a believer that we only use a certain part of our brain, but like, I'm a believer that we don't unlock all the potential and we don't use the, our brains in all the ways that we can. <clears throat> so I think there's uh, definitely ways where, um, you know, you can kind of tap into that and maybe it may give you out of body. It may not be the standard out of body experience, but you can get experiences different than our standard, our standard definition of consciousness. So I right. guess it depends on what your definition of out of body experience is. Okay. Anybody else feel like they might have had some? And before, uh, before you get off topic, uh, let me know what you had that made you experience that so I can try it out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your dealer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't anything like that. It was. I didn't mind without any any help. It just kind of. But okay, anybody here ever have like sleep paralysis? I mean, and the reason I bring it up is because that's kind of a a a gateway into going into an out of body experience. Anybody ever mm. have sleep paralysis where you where you're sleeping no. and you want to wake up but you can't, or you can even open your eyes and kind of see but you you can't wake yourself up. I might have had that. I think I have. I've had that. Okay. So yeah, a lot so. of people have it because I've talked to people about it and I've been trying to figure out what it what what it was all about because it was happening to me a lot. Um, mm. And then I did some more research into it and and that's actually because you know your body is about to sleep and then something maybe maybe triggers it to wake it up and it, it keeps mm. you from uh from like either doing something crazy in your sleep like like start running I and mean, you might run into a wall or or if it's something that's attacking you you won't punch your your mate in bed. But really, uh, one time I went fully into an out of body experience where I was awake and I was, I was walking around, but then I eventually woke up. Uh, so I was actually sleeping. But the reason why I bring up the sleep paralysis is because you can actually induce an out of body experience by, uh, depriving yourself of sleep and then trying to stay up and then fall asleep at some point. And it will trigger the sleep paralysis, but instead of trying to wake up from it, you, you ride it out. So you, you'll get vibrations and all that stuff. And, and you might see things. You might see a demon next to you or on top of you, which I have seen. Mm. But you're supposed to ride that out. And once you ride it out, 
you actually separate from your body, where you actually feel your soul leaving your body. And the thing is, I've done that once, but as soon as I did it, I was like, you know, I, I'm ready to wake up. Like, this is a little too much for me. Uh, but I thought I was very. So this was not self-induced, you said, or this was self-induced. No, no. After, so I've had a, a couple of them happen where it was not self-induced, where I didn't understand it. And then I, I there's actually a per, there's a person on YouTube that explains to you how they do it regularly. And, mm. and when I looked at it that night, that very same night, I induced one. Uh, mm. Where I, I stayed up all night, and I'm going to go lay on my couch. It's already getting light outside. And next thing you know, I'm at, at our grandparents' house, and I'm um, I'm holding up a mattress against a wall, and then I see the doors open. There's a dog in the in the doorway, and he runs to me, and I'm like, "Oh, this is a dream," uh, and I don't really panic. And next thing you know, um, my arm falls through the couch. Just starts floating. <laughs> right, this shit was, it was it was it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I didn't freak out this time because I knew what was happening, and. I just told myself, I said, okay, I know how to do this. I said, I, just, I, I told myself I'm just not ready for this yet. And I kind of just woke myself up. That's the mm. last time I was able to induce one. But yeah. That, that was if, if I understand that correctly, like out of, out of body experiences, they're basically lucid dreaming then. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it is lucid dreaming. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, that's, that's, that's what I'm understanding. But I thought it were two different things. So I think, yeah, it, I, it, I think some people define, define them differently. But yeah. Uh, from my understanding, they are ver they're very much related. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I did do a I did do a blog post on it, and I, I'll put it in the show notes. I think I already put it in the show notes, but um, yeah, you did. You yeah. want to put them up? That, that's probably going to be the only link for our sh for our show today. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I think I'm over on my time though, so I don't know if we have time to discuss. It. No, you have like two minutes. Oh, I do. All right. Anybody yeah. anybody else uh, had anything similar to what I just described? Ty. Mm, no. Okay. Would anybody really. try it? If you know how, to, if you you know there's a way to induce it, would you even be open minded enough to uh, try it? I think I would try it because I did do like uh sort of meditation. Yeah, you can do it through meditation. Like that and you can. And I did get like certain visions. Mm hmm. But it was more like me looking at it. So I guess it that's a out of body experience hmm. I, I don't know I mean I I'm I like control so I mean I think that's why I never really like <laughs> you have control though and stuff like that you have total yeah. control of your dreams that's the thing is the difference you see, between like a regular me, dream you see like to me that's not control like you saying okay like okay you see a demon next to you right okay so my it, I'm a very logical thinker right so in a situation if I'm posed with this situation I'm seeing a demon next to me. I either want to, A, I don't want to see that demon anymore. So whatever I got to do to make <laughs> me not see that demon. Or B, <laughs> if I'm in a situation where I cannot stop seeing that demon, I'm going to try and kill that demon. Like, uh -huh. I don't, I, so that's like my realm of control. And I assume that I'm not going to be able to kill the demon without like either hurting myself or hurting somebody else. Or but They don't stay there though. It doesn't stay there. And, and I bring up the demon because a lot of people have brought up the demon, and I, I know I've seen it too. I don't know why it, it manifests as a demon, though. I don't know if that's something that's subconsciously. So something did you and the demon. demon like talk or like? No, but to me, the way it was, you didn't read the post. I did, but I, oh. he. It, it sounds a little bit different than what he was saying. Like he was saying that somebody he knew was presented as a demon. Yeah. Well, mm. the thing is, it's usually. Uh, I think. 
I think because the feeling of restriction on your chest is associated with, with going through the process, people have uh, expressed feeling like a demon sits on their chest. Like for me, it was something that grabbed me from behind, but it's still pressure on my chest. And it felt like if I didn't get out of it, I would die. That's what it felt like. <laughs> that sounds like not something yeah, I want to do. That sounds so pleasant. But see, that one was yeah. not self-induced. That one was by accident. So the fact that now it, it makes me feel actually like I have more control by being able to induce it and know that, okay, this can't hurt. Yeah, yeah so you probably crossed over to the point of awareness, but not to the point of control. Right, yeah. You still got to deal with some of the things you can't control. But I think if you ride out the whole that whole phase of it, after that, you have full control of what you do. That's yeah. the hard part. No, but it's such a mind bleep. No, <laughs> I can't deal with it. Okay. Well, so, Tosh, Tosh, what about you? Answer his question. What? What do you for yourself? Um. Well, I, I think I've had similar experiences, uh, especially uh, when I was working night shifts. Yes. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. But you would say, you want yes, to? Yeah, I, I think. Well. It, Control of, of your dreams, that sounds awesome to me, but if it would take, like, getting, um, yeah, really unraveled in, like, sinister stuff, <laughs> that would kind of be uh, a bummer. But, <laughs> mm. but you know, I, I, I do imagine, like, being able to fly and having complete control in your dreams would be cool. But Yeah, it's like yeah. an awesome video game. Right. <laughs> I, I, I probably would want to, if I could do it non-drug induced, yeah, I, I'd want to experience it, yeah. We'll put a YouTube right, cool. link to the guy's uh, instructions on it. Put that on yeah. there. Yeah. I have to put a disclaimer that, that we did not advise people to do this. No. Yeah. So okay. It's up to you. <laughs> up to you. <laughs> we don't advise you, but we're going to post a link. We're going to post a link. There you go. <laughs> got to love it. <laughs> we got to cite our right, sources, cool. right? <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Pablo. All right. So um, for me, my topic for the week was robots in the home. So uh, as this thing kind of went viral this past week. And uh, before that, uh, we're talking about the Jibo. <laughs> this <laughs> Jibo is this uh, little robot that was created by uh, a woman named Cynthia Breziel. Um She is a big person at uh, MIT. Um, she's in charge of their robotics division. Um, and essentially this thing is designed, well, the, the, the way it's posed is it's designed to be in your home and assist you with, uh, <laughs> it's just so funny. I'm just hearing laughing constantly, uh, assist, assist you with, uh, daily tasks. And I watched the trailer and it's like, they're trying to present this thing as like, make it be part of your family. Yeah. And, uh, I'm like kill it with fire that's like that was my response you know like not just kill it kill it with fire i mean this video is so creepy like all they had to do was at the end of the trailer like make black it out and then show its eyes like black out the screen and be like hello it's jibo you know and it would have been a, a horror movie um i know a lot of people are really excited matter of fact uh i think this past weekend um i read an article and I'll put it in the show notes. It nets over a hundred million on Indiegogo. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a hundred million? A hundred million. Is that pre-orders? Really? Wait, a hundred million? Sorry. Sorry. Not a hundred. One million. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Whoa. One million. Yeah. A hundred like, wow. million. Over a million. Yeah. 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 Wow. Over a million. Sorry. Sorry about that. 
And their goal, their goal was supposed to be what a hundred thousand or no, something. Million. Oh, their goal was a million. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it. So one hundred thousand was their goal. Yeah, hundred thousand oh. was their goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, that seems to be low. Yeah, no. But that the thing is that I mean, they just needed some fun seed funding, I guess, to get this thing going, right? Yeah, and then uh, and then on top of that, there was something recently re- released. There's a program the government. I think this is what I was thinking about. It's called Robots Helping Kids. Mm. Um, this program, Robots Helping Kids, the government is coming out has money. I believe it's ten million. Um dedicated towards uh designing robots to assist kids in eating healthy and all kinds of other tasks same thing burn it with fire <laughs> um it it just i mean it sounds like a nightmare to me i i already am very wary about the government's involvement in my life so like what's a pretty robot yeah it's like wally kind of <laughs> i love wally so Pablo doesn't want it who wants the who wants jibo seriously who wants jibo so, so Tosh, I mean Ty. Sorry. Uh, do I want the Jibo? No, it seems creepy, and especially looking at that video, the last scene. No, it'll eventually give no. you like a foot massage, though. Now, for those that haven't seen it, what Man, about the last it scene? It seemed like they have were having sex. What? <laughs> <laughs> just look at the last scene. It looks just like a porn movie. Really. <laughs> But I saw it. Yeah, but I dig. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. If, guys, if I'm I didn't sorry. see the porn connotation connection, then then how did you see? It? And he hey, was an, He was having an OBE, dude. He was having an out of body it's, experience. It's, it's rule thirty four. If you can think of it, there is porn for it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or maybe just like uh, a sex scene. Uh, wow, that's better. But. <laughs> Let's digress over the topic. Just snip it out of out of it. Oh gosh! But <laughs> I I kind of do. I see the plus size and the downside to it. You know, hmm. I think you know having androids basically in our lives could benefit us. Hmm. You know, I see some ways that it really benefits us, but. I don't know, man. It seems so creepy. Like, you got this creepy robot that could potentially kill you. No, it can't. Not potentially. It can't kill you. Wrong. The thing is, yeah. I think Jibo is a, a ridiculous idea. I mean, you just do an app for a phone and they can do the same thing. Like, why does it have to be in a, 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 a robot can't even move? I mean, it moves, but it can't, it can't move from where it's standing. It's stuck. <laughs> It doesn't have wheels? Yeah. Does it? No. I didn't see that in the video. It just, I th- I didn't, <laughs> so wait, I, it's a robot without legs. Did you I, get to I, pick I, up and take it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think it had wheels. So so it's gonna be like, Ayo, Ayo, you cooking, come pick me up and move me. It's like it's basically think of two thousand one, Hal. Remember Hal had no wheels. Yeah. He was stuck in one space. So this is Hal basically like in a cute What's version. Also with one eye. <laughs> Uh-oh. But a hell will be awesome. Uh, yeah, but hell will kill you. No, but I mean he. Yeah, true. And no spoilers, but come on. Uh, anybody here? <laughs> if seen you her? haven't seen it by now, you will never will. Probably. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, <laughs> no, Dave. But but honestly, like how isn't it like the introvert's wet dream? I mean, I would love a hell, but he'll yeah. kill you. What about her? Or maybe Samantha from her? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, but her. she. Okay, let's let's not get into spoiler territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, let's let's not. So 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 Ty already g- gave his response. Tosh, um, well, 
it looks cute, but on the other hand, <laughs> that's probably the the danger. If you look at the features on the bottom of the website, it can mm-hmm. see it can see you, it can hear you, <laughs> it can talk to you, and it can learn. So that's <laughs> basically what yeah, I'm the, saying. The, the, it can learn thing. That is a problem. Yeah. It can learn is a problem. That means as soon as they learn how to replicate themselves, it's at the end of it. Okay, no, don't mean they're done for. Learn. It learns your habits. <laughs> hey, can you imagine like, hey, uh, who ordered all these parts from Amazon? Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and this thing keeps watching Wally over and over. Come on, seriously. Yeah. I love this movie. Yes, exactly. And so we end up in the matrix. <laughs> right. That that's where it starts, man. It becomes aware like, hey, what am what am I doing being a slave to this puny human? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even have to eat. Yeah. And yet I have to be no the slave to legs, it. Arms and legs, guys. No arms and legs. Yes, but when it is able to replicate and makes you know, Dick. The Homo wait. sapiens are keeping us down. Right. I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> it's time to revolt. <laughs> well, this is what I think will happen, because how I mean um Jibo, somebody's gonna come up with an idea that's better than Jibo. It's just like a, a body, and you you dock your phone on it, and your phone is its brain. It already has all your information oh. on there anyway. It has your habits and all that stuff, and you just you just do it talking to your phone, but it has a body attached to it. Where, you know, it might have some hands or something, or Jibo's body. But the the brain is whatever phone you use or tablet. You just dock it. So I mean, at least if you leave it at a party, it can walk back home. Yes. <laughs> or teleport. Yeah. So you're you're so you're good with this then, Nick. You like this? No, no. I don't. I would never use a Jibo, but I think yeah, somebody that doesn't have friends would love Jibo. Okay. I think Jibo's a horrible name. Yeah, yeah it, is. it is. No, it's a cute. It no, sounds like it sounds. Like, it sounds racist to a race that I don't know about yet. You know, it just sounds. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm trying to figure out what race that is. Hey, yeah, Jibo. Look at that Jibo looking <laughs> mother. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember the eyeball guys? Yeah, eyeball. Gosh, that, that's a dog, right? That's yeah, I that was that was 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 that Sony? Yeah, yeah Sony. Sony. All right, cool, Dick. So, and my response is that I don't like the idea of this Jibo Jobo, whatever his name is. Um, I don't want him on my desk. I don't want him in the closet. Don't want him You're anywhere. You're gonna in my buy house. it, dude. You're gonna buy it. I'm not the one who. I would. I could see Clay buying one. Yes. Yeah. I don't. You. I'm not the one who uses a product called Android. Are you gonna buy from Kai? Oh, really? You had to put that in there. (laughs) This thing is white and black, though. So it does remind. I definitely. It definitely looks like it runs iOS. (laughs) Right. Looks like it runs. Looks like it runs some smooth version of like Android from 2020. You know, when Android is actually usable. That's probably what it is. You know, they have a time machine. They came back and they put it yeah, in the Jeep. I think, I think you're rat holing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's digress. Play. All right. Big, cool. Big wheel. Yes. All right. Cool. So this week I'm going to talk about the backdoor in iOS that was discovered by, um, the presenter at the Hope, which is the coolest name after the, uh, Hope X conference, which is hackers on planet Earth. That, uh, you know, that conference that they have. Mm-hmm. And this guy, uh, Zdiarski, you know, he basically did a document. He did a paper about a month before this presentation and he had pointed out all these backdoors in, in iOS that he wondered why they were there. The paper was very, you know, sound and logical. And then he came onto this, uh, ex- a conference 
and uh, reporters all over, you know, the techno, you know, sphere went nuts talking about how Apple potentially would be working with maybe, you know, the government putting backdoors into the the operating system. Now, uh, when uh, people who were smarter than me, you know, somebody like Steve Gibson on Security Now looked into it, he said, perhaps it's not as as malicious as perhaps it may seem, because sometimes you need sort of... Uh, b- b- I guess open, open parts of your operating system that would allow you to, uh, like, for instance, make a phone call on, uh, from the home screen. You know, 911 calling is, uh, is mandatory, right? You should be able to do that without unlocking your phone. And so the, what I, I bring this up is not to talk about the, the backdoor, but I bring this up to, to talk about all of the technosphere that went nuts talking about the Apple is in cahoots with the government and any other stories like this. Why? Do these technology blogs and reporters go crazy like this without, first of all, going to read, uh, Zajarski's paper, which actually is not as flammatory as, as his presentation was. You know, they see PowerPoints and they go nuts and go, go with that. But of course, PowerPoints has a presentation to go along with it. You can't just look at PowerPoints and say, this is it. So what is it that these reporters can do? To stop like jumping backwards every time somebody, especially like Apple, comes out with something or is in the news, they go crazy. What, what what can right? But like Ty, like is there any is there any way that they could maybe just step back, actually do some research instead no. of and, and, no? no no they can't. They're media. Well, first it's off, media, yeah, it's the media and. They, the media loves link bait, right? So this is just a link bait issue. Eh, sort of. Because mm. the thing is, they always try to up hype a certain situation and like scare people into stuff, mm. which may or may not be true. And often is the case that it is not true. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't think they can do anything about it. Yeah. I have the conscious idea of, well, let's not do this, guys. Let's just research and do the right thing here. But at the end of the day, we got to make money, so we actually have to. Okay, so my th- my question is, how can we as users guide them to we can, perhaps? We can't. I, and I, we can't. The, the reason why we can't is because we demand immediate, up-to-date information. And that's what drives the media to feed this foolishness half of the time, because they cannot, yeah. in the time that we demand, give us correct, accurate information so what they do is they they're the first ones to provide something closest to the story and they're regarded as somebody a a a valid source if not like let's put it this way if we were to research everything that was talked about at wwdc and we had the most accurate up-to-date article written how many views do you really think we would have if we released it this week not that many (laughs) It's because we did our due diligence. I mean, I, I've thought about that. I put a lot of thought into this and it applies to other topics that are like really important to me. But we, if you do your due diligence, it's just not the popular thing to do. And that's not how you get your viewership. And we've become as a society, we've, we've, ex- we accept flawed data. Like it's not like back in the day with like the, the, the muckrakers and these reporters that were reply, put something wrong. It would end their career. Mm-hmm. Now these days, if you issue something and it's incorrect, I mean, if you really get called out, you have to like literally get called out on Twitter, Facebook, every 
single thing out there for you to itch issue a retraction. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just it's kind of like accepted. I mean, yeah. unless the person puts enough effort into it, look at what they did to to, to Tesla. Who was that? Um, who's that media outlet that did the review on the Tesla and drove the thing like into the ground, just trying to break it mm-hmm. and ran it on like zero power and bricked it. And the only reason Tesla was able to prove what the person did was because they had data. Yeah, they had the data yeah. and they didn't know that they'd never released that they logged this information. Mm-hmm. And they showed that the guy like drove around on zero for 45 minutes in a circle in a parking lot. Yeah. But he wanted to come out and say, hey, I'm the one that found this flaw. I'm the one that did that guy lose his job? No. No. Yeah. And it's true what you say. The media really wants to be first at the past, you know. And then you have to cut corners, basically. Tosh? Well, I, th- I think especially with um, these kinds of s- conspiracy theories, they're kind of a product of the whole prism uh, story being released, right? It's kind of the new, the new paranoia that's that's going around. Right. Like we first had, like not the nine eleven terrorism scare that's kind of died down now. So, uh, yeah, all of these conspiracy theories that that's the new thing to worry about. I think that's why, why, yeah, news outlets and yeah, also tech outlets are so eager to get anything that's that's related to that and. It's as scandalous as you can find to get that out there as soon as possible. So I, I agree with with all the points that, that have been made. Uh, yeah, and I don't think there's a way to stop it. Not, Dick, or, 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 a new, or a new thing has to come up that, that'll scare us. You know? Yeah, true. Dick? Um, well, the way I see it, I agree with all of them. Uh, we're like the, the, the microwave generation, I think it was called. You know, we want everything like immediately, instantly. Uh, we don't want to wait for things. So that's why I guess media kind of feeds, they feed it. I, I, we feed the media to do what they do. Now, the way we can change it is this, there's got to be like a, a tipping point where enough people are demanding, uh, real thorough news before it's presented. Whether that's a whole new network that starts and people say, we really want this kind of, uh, reporting. So we're going to, we're going to support this station. They might not have the first news on, on the crash, but we'll get the, the right news when, when they, when they get the information. So the only way it's going to change is by the consumers of the news demanding that. But right now that's not happening. We want, we want everything the fastest. Very true. And Pablo already gave his point. And you, you got final thoughts on it? Um, Final thoughts. Uh, I agree with everything you guys said. And, uh, it's, it's sad. I mean, we see, we see these reports over and over and you keep seeing the same people reporting the same nonsense. You know, I, I, even people I respect, you know, you see them sort of always backing these people who have maybe in the past said something dumb or, or, you know, non, not vetted, not fully vetted and, they still back this person and it's like, well, this person has, you know, has chutzpah or whatever that word is. And uh, that's why I'm backing this person because they have the guts. And it's like, no, they have the guts to lie to us. That's, this is why you're backing them. It's nonsense. It's sad, man. It's sad, but it's, it's kind of yeah. what we live in. Um, and I think yeah. you, you can pick your, your places where you want to get your news from. You know? So, uh, and, and I'm sure they all got their flaws, but there's, there's gotta be a, a lesser evil out there. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. Like the the what what 
what we see as our news sources now are blogs and blogs are, you know yeah. i mean it's not like the newspaper of of all of old times right yeah right i i think that's part of the problem too is the fact that like what what dick was saying like you could pick who you want to be a news outlet i think the majority especially the the generation y and like the the, the millennials the where no longer a generation of like let's watch we're we're going to have driven news we're only interested in what we're interested in mm. and that's all we want to hear about so if you want to hear about what's going on in the middle east that's what you're looking up and that's what you're reading about if you want to hear only about technology that's what you're looking up and that's what you're reading about mm. and they're all they're all competing for the small market share and that's why all these kind of shady tactics come into place and it, it it is sad, but I I don't see it changing. I I see I think it's just business as usual now. I mean it's there's I I can't see it any other way. It's uh, unless there's just a revolution in what we expect from our data and what is fact and our processing of data. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's not going to change. And it was led mm-hmm. by even just regular television news outlets. They it, think about it, like when there's an accident, what are they there? All they're doing is showing you. Yeah, they're just all they're doing is showing you the crash site. We don't have details, but we'll get to you later. But we're showing you first, right? Yeah, right. right. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And as a as a bonus, let's say happy birthday, Oma. Yeah, happy birthday, happy birthday, Oma. happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any any last words? We hit on. No last words for me. No last words for me. I think this is this is good. Yeah, it was a good show. Did you did you actually put time for what we're watching? I guess not, right? Uh, cause I didn't really. No, I mean, uh, no problem. I mean, Why, we, you have we, we can stop new? right I, I, here recording. I, 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 no, but no, what are y'all watching? Okay, uh, Ty, what are you watching? Uh, <laughs> I haven't prepared anything. So <laughs> I was I was just saying. So did uh, anyone watching anything that they want to have anyone well, check you, out? You know, I am. Yes. Oh, go ahead. What are you watching? Well, I'm. I'm listening. actually not watching. I'm. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm. Uh, You're watching in your mind, I've, though. You're using your imagination. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I do. Yeah. I do get mental images with it. It's like but, reading. Uh, yeah. It's like reading. It's. I'm. I'm listening to We're Alive. I'm, Ooh. I'm excited. And I'm exactly yeah. halfway through now. I oh. Just finished episode twenty-four. Amazing. Can I just say real quick? Uh-huh. I envy you. I wish that I did not already listen to it. Yeah, that's why the neuralizer should be a reality. Gosh, <laughs> oh man! Just zap, and you can just listen to the whole you thing all over again. It's actually not bad. Like it's just like rewatching movie. You actually catch a lot more stuff when you rewatch it. Mm-hmm. That's some true. people just can't rewatch movies though. Like yeah, I do. I, I watch two thousand one. I watch two thousand one once a year. I watch Fight Club once a year. You're I mean, I watch Moulin Rouge once a year. I mean, I love rewatching movies, but like my wife doesn't like it. I mean, no. it's just some people are different. Like some mm. people are really. really it all depends what you watch movies for, though. You know, because people people just want to see the story, and when they know what happened, that's all they need to know. But there's so much nuance. Like sometimes you don't you don't catch the foreshadowing in the stories, and then you watch it, and then you know what's gonna happen. Like, oh my god, that was so smart! They they told me way in the beginning that, that was gonna happen. You know? mm. I like seeing those things. All right. So yeah, we're, we're... <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Who me? Go ahead. You, Josh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so 
we're alive. That's that's one thing, and I I, I gotta say I'm, I love the production value. I, I was kind of skeptical at the beginning to to get into an audio drama, but I, I gotta say I'm I'm not disappointed at all, and it keeps getting better and better. So, so thank good. you, Clay, and thank you, thank you, Ty, for getting me into it. Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> You're welcome, man. How did you get into it? Did you hear from the, the previous podcast when you brought it up? Uh, no, no. I've, I've, uh, they told me like a, I think a year ago about it. No, I told you more than a year more ago. More than a year ago, and it's been sitting <laughs> and, it, yeah. and it's been sitting in my subscription list on my uh-huh. podcast app for a year, probably. Yeah. Hey, but what I, podcast <laughs> app do you have? Can I know? What, what other podcast? He's on, he's on iOS. No, he said what podcast oh, app? Yeah, he's on yeah. iOS. Though. Yeah, the the podcast app. Yeah, he's using the Apple uh, uh, podcast app. Oh, if you want a good one for Android, Pocket Cast. Yeah, Pocket Cast is really good. Okay. Awesome. I wouldn't recommend anything but Pocket Cast, actually. It is paid, though. Yeah, that's true. I'll pay for shitty stuff. All right. And so, uh, so, so we're alive. Okay. Uh, uh, Dick, anything new for you watching, listening, reading? No, I don't think I'm watching no. anything. I've been looking for where, I've been looking for a way to watch We're Alive. You mean it. listening to? Uh-huh. Yeah, but I was trying to do it. I was trying to look up uh, something I can cast to my TV. I want to do it through. I want to do it through uh, Roku. Yeah, Roku has a has a uh, and has a podcast app. Just download it? the podcast. Um, I forgot which one. Uh, I forgot which one. Uh, I'll I'll let you know mm, which one was it again that I used. I forgot. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll let you know which one I was using. Um, Ty, um, Ty, you have a Roku too, right? No, you don't have a Roku. I wish. Okay, yeah, I used to. I used <laughs> to listen to podcasts on Roku all the time. Actually, I think I was using the SwiftKey one. SwiftKey. SwiftKey. Was isn't it SwiftKey? No, not SwiftKey. What is it called, Ty? Um, sw- uh, Switch Fly. Yeah. No, oh, um, the Boxy. No, on 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 Roku, it's like Swift Fly or or. Cat, um, not cash. Fly. No, it's um, something fly. <laughs> I'll look it up and I'll put a show notes. I can't remember it now. I'm thinking of switch key and I'm thinking of com- something switch something. Thank- thanks for coming up with my next song title. So where's it go? <laughs> something fly. Okay. And Pablo, anything you're watching, re- listening to, reading? Um... I just finished the most recent uh, season of Luther, mm, which is pretty oh, short. Where's, where's it on? Dude, Why? it has to be short. It's awesome. On Netflix. Yeah, it's oh, on Netflix. It's, it's, it's um, new episodes? Yep. Thank you. And okay. There's only four, though. <laughs> so. it's, it's it's great, though. I, 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 any more than that, I don't think it would be good. And really? then, Why? Um, I don't like long seasons. I'm really excited for, um, I don't know if you guys saw, it looks like Netflix bought the rights to The the Killing, which mm. was canceled, brought back, and I believe canceled again by AMC. Oh, and, hold on. And then, oh. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. The Orange is the New Black is coming off of Netflix, y'all heard about that? It's, what, they sold yeah. it? No, they don't, they don't agree on some things, I think on... Uh, Netflix wanted more male writers, more male characters, and the, the, the creator of the show was like, that's just the way it is. So they're coming off of it in September. That's what I heard. What? Yeah. <laughs> how, wow. is, how did... Wait, uh, I mean, do, does does Netflix have, like, some Joker lawyers that wrote that contract? Like, 
how do you lose a Netflix original? The thing about it is that they only have the original exclusive rights to stream it. They don't own it. They're, I think they're stupid for that to happen. Yeah, what's that's that, what I'm saying. It's like they should have wrote a bulletproof yeah. contract that said Genji Kohan, like, listen, this yeah, but is they're it. not. Like, but they're ahead. not. They're not. They're not HBO though. Like they're basically trying to become HBO. So like you kind of, I mean, it's like you you kind of have to sort of play game. You know, like you have to, you know, like when you do work for free for someone until you become, you know, better known. Whatever. Yeah, but but I, I don't know. Like, I guess it just it depends on how it was brought to him. Like, I didn't realize that it wasn't until this season. I could kind of tell something was going on. Did you guys notice that the uh, the writer's name? I don't remember it showing up in the in the in the beginning before. Did you guys notice that? I don't know. I, I, I think no. I did actually did. And I was oh, like, why is it? I'm like, sure. I'm like, awesome. You know, she did weeds, but I'm like, I don't remember this being there before. So now that you're saying this isn't surprising to me because you could kind of tell something was different. You're like, okay, why is that now? Cause I mean, that's a big thing, you know, because Netflix, other, the, the other series that they do, um, you know, I, can anybody tell me, like, I, I think we all can agree House of Cards is an awesome show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who writes House of Cards? Mm-hmm. Anybody know? No. no. Who's the creator? Anybody know? No. no. It's like it's weird. <laughs> it's it's one of those things. Like who? It, it, I I just never noticed that before. Mm. So interesting. That sucks. But yeah. hey, more power to her if they weren't. If they, if you know, she she has some good lawyers. That's all I gotta say. Smart. Any any idea where she's moving to then? I think Hulu should pick it up and 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 be smart and let it do what she wants. I mean, we're not, we're not uh, putting it out, right? <laughs> not a big fan of Hulu. <laughs> Me neither. But that's what I'm saying. I actually subscribe. It, it I might get people to, to go to Hulu. I don't use Hulu. I don't. But I, I can understand if they did that, they'll probably get some more customer. I mean, you more, think so? More I, yeah. I think Hulu Hulu has come up with some interesting content as well. Um, what's what's it called? Little Church or Little Little Mosque? <laughs> little Mosque, I think. Mm. Little mosque on the prairie. <laughs> little mosque on the prairie. No. <laughs> yeah, there's actually something called. You're kidding me. Little mosque on the. No, wow. Trust me. Really? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> or something to that extent. Wow. Okay. But to add orange yeah. to orange to new black to that would definitely give them a boost. Yeah, I think it'd be smart if they did it. Yeah. Do you think people wow. would def- would change over? For that. I don't think a whole bunch, but I think some might that just to protest against Netflix too. Like, hey man, what the hell? Like, you know, I'm gonna leave you and go there because some of the stuff on Netflix or it's on Hulu. I don't like Hulu because it's commercial. Man. I hate the commercials, but I do subscribe <laughs> to it though. Yeah, I, I I won't I won't give Hulu a dime just because of how they acted with Boxy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Boxy screwed all of us too, so. Yeah, but still, it doesn't make it right. I mean, Hulu just went out of their way to screw anybody that was trying to bring them, bring them consumer consumers, you know. And now they're like, they want. It's like, oh, bring us people, bring us people, and it's like, dude, whatever. Like, I don't know. I think I think Hulu isn't gonna last too long, but that's just my opinion. I don't mm-hmm. think Netflix is gonna last forever either. I mean, I think Netflix is just around for a little bit and it's gonna go by the wayside. I don't think hmm. so. I don't think so either. Yeah, me neither. I think all the copycats might fade out, like uh, Redbox, Instant, whatever the hell that is. That might fade. <laughs> I mean, but but think about it. Did you guys when when 
Redbox put Blockbuster out of business. Did you guys envision Netflix or anything doing what it was? At that time, we were like, dude, this is the future. Like, I just go and rent a movie for a night and return it to this box. Yeah. Like, I thought that was it. You know, I always thought that that you're going to have streaming content, but I never thought it was going to be on the level it is now. Like, it completely just killed the entire industry. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that Netflix is here to stay, not in its current form. I mean, if they if they're smart and they roll with the punches and don't they don't make the same mistake that Blockbuster did because Netflix went to Blockbuster back in the day, then they can stay around. But I don't think so. I think they're going to make some dumb moves like every other big company and somebody else is going to be there to, to get them while they're down. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it can happen. But um, I don't know. As far as what they're doing, I think they're probably going to stay the leader. They're the leader, right? In, in streaming. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm, signing, yeah. I'm they're, signing they're hoping that, that Hulu and Netflix are going to join forces. Because mm. uh, Hulu, That's yeah, it's horrible, it's, horrible, it's horrible with the commercials, but they do But have, the content is good, it's, man. It's much more up-to-date than Netflix is. Oh, yeah. Yes. And the content is pretty good on there. Yeah. I pray That's, they never do that. I, the, the reason why I pay for it is because the stuff, I, the shows on there are pretty good. It could kind of replace watching regular television to an, to an extent. I mean, I don't watch regular. I'll be excited anymore. if they join forces because you pay one subscription, you get access to both. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. yeah I, I would actually. The love problem it too. is, is the way the licensing works. You guys are imagining the best of both worlds, and it's not going to work that way. No, of course not. That's why I'm saying. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so like you can you can hope for it, but I mean, if you think about it, think about it. You know that you're not going to get a Netflix experience from Hulu because. Who is driving Hulu? It's ABC, NBC. CBS. The thing about it is that it's not it's not proven for sure anymore if they're still uh, if they're still owners of it though. What do you mean? Because for, for supposedly, from what I remember reading, that that they don't have a stake in it anymore. It's not about having a stake; it's the licensing I'm speaking of. Okay, oh, the sta- so, licensing. Okay. okay. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. you know they did have a stake in it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. But what I'm saying is, what what gives you the the confidence? The, what what are the three best things you like from Netflix? Right. It's easy to use. It's a slick interface, and you get in a, in in uh, uninterrupted content, right? Right. The 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 cons are is it's more dated stuff. It's a you know a slightly more limited library as far as the newer stuff. Now, what are the pros to Hulu? Hulu is newer stuff, but you get interrupted content. The reason you get that newer stuff is because of the interruptions. Those commercials. I mean, unless you guys have the next best things and you, I mean, I would stay silent because you're going to be a billionaire when you think of the next front for commercials. But I mean, I can't see any other way of getting it done. Well, mm-hmm. a, model, a model of my work would be um, when, when you have new content for a certain amount of time, have it with commercial interruptions. Yes. But at exactly. a certain that point. Is, that is exactly what Crunchyroll does. Crunchyroll does that. Right. If you want to, especially if you want to use it for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great idea. Or maybe have some type of uh, premium tier. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, pay more. That 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 I would actually love a premium tier. That would actually take. That would hand. That would get my business. Yeah, you see, that's that. Yeah, that's the maybe. sad part. Is unfortunately Comcast is now merged with who? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we let that happen. So that's why that's. I, I agree with you, Tosh. But unfortunately, I know how. We got a we got a huge not even an elephant we got a herd of woolly mammoths in the room. They are not right. going to let that happen. <laughs> yeah, and, mm. and for it to get to the Netherlands, that that it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's been another decade. <laughs> you know, <laughs> even better. 
You guys will be watching Married with Children at this point. Right, right. If it was up to them, that's I mean it's it's that's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. Anything and so else? for me yeah, for me, the what I'm I just started watching a show on Crunchyroll uh, anime, uh Aldenoa Zero. Um it's pretty good. Uh, I'm I actually got into it with uh with uh, I'll give their Twitter names, CT Hellas, uh definitely Jeff, Gabe Glick, and Ash uh M C D Zero Zero. I'll put their links Wait, in the for, for Ash what? Um uh G- Gabe Glick. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there's some cool people and I'm watching it with them. Uh, and they actually got me into this other show that is pretty darn awesome. And I think, I think you guys might have seen this one. Uh, the Space Brothers anime. Nope. No. So good. So I I'm watching. I haven't watched anime in a while. Really? Yeah. So Elden Noah Zero, I'm watching with them and Space Brothers, I'm watching by myself. Because uh, we're watching Al, uh, Al the Noah Zero. We're watching we're simul simul watching it since they're like coming out on Saturdays, and we watch them on Sundays at eleven time my time. Um, but Space Brothers, since those are all older, I'm watching that by myself. But it's so good. And uh, yeah, that's about what I've been watching. I mean, I have a bunch of other things in Crunchyroll which I just subscribed to that I'm gonna be watching, like Kill La Kill, Attack on Titans. Uh, it's all anime. Stuff about that. What's that? It's all anime? Yeah. When did you get into anime this heavily? I, uh, I used to watch it back in the days a lot, you know, and then now I just started watching it again. Um, And it's just good stuff, man. Stories are so good. Yeah. yeah. The last anime I, mean, I watched was really good. It's pretty old, actually. Um, which one? Monster. I've heard of that? Mm, monster, okay. It's a, it's a like a crime thriller that's set in Germany, which is... Mm. Kind of weird <laughs> because it's all Japanese. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they 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 have Japanese sentences with like these extremely German names <laughs> stuck in between. <laughs> That's really funny, but the story is really good. Oh, okay, nice, nice. All right, cool. So uh, this was Cybercast zero one six. All right, and uh, yeah, this was Dick's idea, and you know, since he's never he doesn't listen to podcast, you know. It's original for him. <laughs> I think uh, every, everybody can just bring idea every once in a while. We just try it out. Yeah. Cool. All right, dudes. Later, man. Later. 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 Ciao. Return to your regularly scheduled programming.